What is good, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Stay Attached podcast. We have a very special guest today, a very good friend of mine who I saw grow up from uh, SND Phenom, taking over and running Call of Duty tournaments on Search and Destroy, to being an elite-level pro player. I believe he's a four-time champion, has a Call of Duty World Championship ring, and uh, he's still very young. The Pope, aka Optic Illy, welcome to the show, What's Andrew. What's good? What's good? Appreciate you having me. Of course, man. I see you. Uh, you, you know, you got the Optic Texas in the background. You got the jersey on. Were you? Did you have a match today? Or were you just like, you know? Nah, just you know, scrimming. The kids just locked. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, gotta got done scrimming. You know, getting better. Yeah, every day you gotta get better. But you know, you, scrimming with the jersey on, just like you're on main stage, like that is extremely typical out of you. Um, <laughs> but I do have a couple questions for you, and I, I'm sure a lot of people would love to know this stuff about you. Because not many people may know like your how you came up, where you're from, all that good stuff, and how you got into like Call of Duty, and then how you're yeah, yeah. how you're one of the best pros in the world. Um, so, what was your favorite part about growing up in uh, Canada back in the day? Uh, I would say honestly, just like just a family and like people that were just surrounding me. I would say, just because like my cousins were the ones who like got me into Call of Duty, and just like it's just like I have a lot of relatives and family there that just support me a lot, and like. It's just like, I don't know, they're just good people, you know, that's like, I, that's probably the best part of Canada for me. Yeah, and so, like, every time, like, you do go home, it just feels like, you just have, do you have a lot of family members, like, that uh live near you oh, over yeah. there? Oh, oh yeah, okay. not literally a ton, like, probably, it, like, around, like, seven families. Really? Yeah. Do you, does, is there, like, a certain house that everyone, like, goes to for, like, uh gatherings or get-togethers, or does it, like, switch around a little bit? It's usually, it, no, it's usually just switches around, but, like... Um, we started coming coming to like our house now more often, you know. Yeah. Got a new crib. Yeah, yeah. that champs money. You got a new crib with the champs money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. But now, nah, uh, yeah, just family, bro. Like, there's nothing yeah. like it for real. No, nah, yeah. I mean, it, you can live anywhere as long as you get the right people with you. Like, it's anywhere is gonna feel like home. So, now nah, that's awesome. And then, um, before you really got into like Call of Duty and stuff. I have heard the stories that you got into like competitive chess. How did that all come about? Was that from like school or yeah. how did you like really get into that? Uh, so uh, the first thing I honestly like really, really got into, I was into Call of Duty before chess, but then I stopped playing Call of Duty um, and I started like uh, playing chess. So which was in, it started in grade four. My teacher like just taught me how to play chess. And then like ever since then, like I low-key just like fell in love with it like that year and like in grade seven. And that's when I like really started uh competing in chess and taking it serious at first like i was like pretty good i joined like the local chess club like when i went there there's just like yeah I, like it was just all, all old people and then it's just me like it's <laughs> like a great like seminar you know yeah and then but, like i didn't really care i was just there to have fun you know enjoy it and um that's where i first started um just in school then i went to the chess club and then i ended up playing uh a local chess tournament just like in all of toronto and i ended up winning it and then i Damn. went to go uh play for like uh, like the Canada tournament, like for my age group, and I ended up getting fourth. And then if I ended up getting third, I would have um, played for a world. But uh, after honestly, like uh, got fourth, um, I got into like sports a lot because I still couldn't compete. I was like still playing COD. Yeah. And so like I stopped playing chess and I got into sports. And then like um, I was really into sports for like two years, like my high school year. I did get athlete of the year. Really? Uh, what what yeah. sports? What sports? I played every I played every single sport except for basketball. <laughs> I did I'm it all, bro. Wait, I'm terrible at basketball too, but I'm like athletic in every other sport. But so see, we're kind of like the duo like that. Wait, but so you what? What was like your favorite sport that you played when you were doing that? Um, I would say hockey for sure. 
Okay. Like, yeah. Wait, so you went from being a chess prodigy to winning every wait, you were so you were the athlete of the year in your school? Yeah. And well, then there were, well, there were two people, like it was me and another guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, you still, you still your athlete of the That's year. Not typical, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from a chess champion to athlete of the of the year, while you're doing that, and then you know, you're smoking kids and S and D attorneys at, at your house. So, what uh, actually, what was the reason, or what was like your highest peak at the chessing? Was that when you got fourth place at the uh, Canada tournament? Um, yeah, I would say so. Um, it was definitely that, just because, dude, if I came third, like I actually would have like. Uh, who knows what would have happened if I would have probably like pursued like chess even more, you know? Yeah. So like that fourth could have been a blessing in disguise. No, I mean definitely. Like who knows like what path you go on in life if you get that third place? Maybe you become the best chess player in the world, but like yeah. you just never really know what ends up happening. So you you were uh, really good at chess. You played sports, but what made you like first start playing Call of Duty? Um, like I said, like guys. Uh, so the first time I ever like even seen Call of Duty was when I went to my cousin's house and yeah. like. They, there were, like, two families that lived together, so, like, there were, like, a lot of, like, boys there, like, mm -hmm. just so, like, I, like, a lot of people to chill with, and I, I came in, and he was playing, like, COD 4. He was playing on that broken map where there's, like, a lot of buildings on COD 4, and, like, in the middle, there's, like, a long road with, like, tanks and stuff on it. Like, oh, I, I don't know really. Crossfire? Yeah, I think it's yeah, Crossfire, it, I think. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't Crossfire. It wasn't, I know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's not Crossfire. It was like Ooh, a pub map. Ambush. Ambush, right? Yeah, I think it was, was ambush. Like, it was like the tanks in the middle. There's like broken buildings everywhere. Like the yeah, two... yeah. Broken buildings. Yes, yes. Okay. I think it is ambush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like that's when I first uh, just started uh, seeing him play. And honestly, I just like right when I seen it, I just fell in love. Like what is that? And then um, <laughs> after that, like I started playing um, GBs. Uh, I, I ended up getting a console and MW2. That was like when I got my first console. And I started playing GBs and I started off 0132. You Wait, so you started off GB on your team and you went 0-30? 0-32, yeah, in 3v3s. <laughs> Wait, were you just playing with, like, your friends, like, or your family, your friends from, like, school? Yeah, I was just playing with my cousins and my friends, and, like, we would try getting better, but we were just, like, we were just getting tossed. Yeah, I mean, that's motivation to, like, everyone out there. Like, someone who is one of the best, if not the best, professional Call of Duty player in the world started off in-game battles going 0-32, and, and, I mean... I've even said it before, like no one's good when they first start playing video games. Like yeah, you oh, have yeah. to learn, you have to learn the muscle memory with the controller, what buttons to hit. Then it comes to like getting your shot better, your movement and stuff. Like it's not easy. It literally just takes uh, time and effort. That actually really caught me off guard that you went 0-32 because like, yeah. I feel like you should just- the first win, they disputed and got the win. Disputed <laughs> get proof. No way. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh but, like, my. It was a win in our hearts, so like that's all that mattered. You yeah, know, yeah, at yeah. That time. You guys knew what happened in that match, so as long as you guys knew what happened, that was the first win. And I mean, the first of many in your long Call of Duty career. So that's actually an incredible story. Uh, I love that. But um, when what at what point when you were playing Call of Duty did you learn about like competitive Call of Duty, like pro players, S and D tournaments? Like what what bridges the gap for that for you? Um. Honestly, in BO1, like, um, in BO1, like, I learned about, like, the pro scene, just, like, the COD scene, and, and that's when I, like, really got into competitive COD, I would say. Like, I wasn't, like, fully into it, but, like, I would, like, watch and, like, play, and uh, that's when I got my first gold in uh, Black Ops 1. But, uh, what was the tournament that you got your gold in? Like, was it, like, a um, 4v4, 3v3? I believe it was a 2v2. 2v2? Yeah. Okay. So, you're always a little S&D 2v2 star? 
Yeah, it's always just shooting people in the back, you know? <laughs> now you're saying those rat routes, making them good plays. Did you have like, since it was a 2v, did you have like a certain duo from like your hometown or was like someone you met like online or something? Oh yeah, no, it was like, at first I used to play with my cousin like all the time, like, um, yo jump shots, like ran, like I played with them all the time. And then afterwards, like, I honestly just like kept like just getting new duos, I would say, and like mm. keep playing with new people. Yeah. Did, uh, do you like... They, did they still watch your matches today and they're just like mind blown? Like you're up on main stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people and just winning a ton of cash? Oh yeah, no, 100%. Like they're still mind blown like how it happened and like how like I just like pursued it and like had a yeah. real passion for it like back in the day. And, and now I'm just like, you know, competing at yeah, like, the highest level. That's probably crazy. Lil Ender just had his family parties playing COD for the first time and then starting to play some GBs and now you're just like on stage and they're just watching you. It has to be like such a such a cool feeling to like see you achieve that and reach that. Um, but before like your road to being a pro player, what at what point did you like realize, yo, like I want to be a professional Call of Duty player? Mm, I would say in Black Ops Three, like that's when like I re like I really like started like to enjoy COD. I've always enjoyed COD, but like starting at Black Ops Three, that's when I'm like, dude, like, like I feel like I'm like at the top level and I could like play with the best and like I actually like want to make this a career. I would say. And did you have like a certain squad you played with? Uh like for S N D when you like you became like a big name in the S N D scene? Yeah. Um well you, you guys already probably know. Uh, me and Brandon used to play. We used to be a duo in uh Black Ops three and um in IW and then after we created like a little squad named Season, it was me, Brandon and Cell. We just used to like run the S N D scene because we're all underage. And then like as soon as like uh, our little like our little circle, um like became of age, we all just like started like going to league one by one. I even played with the the EU cadets, which was me, Simp, and Cell. And like, it was basically like we were just underagers, just taking over the S and D scene. And whoever turned 18 first was just like going to league like slowly one by one. Nah, yeah, I mean it's crazy to see you guys like start just off by playing S and D because you weren't old enough to be pro cod players just yet, and then to see you guys at the top of the league now and some of the best players in the world. I mean, it just goes to show like all those years and hours and time of effort uh it really does pay off and i mean you just won the the last tournament in this game uh you've had a successful career ever since you went pro like you've had incredible uh seasons ever since you debuted as a pro player so Appreciate that. it's been uh it's been awesome to see but i do have a funny story about that squad i used to play with well who was it brandon or dashi you Celium, and I think you're playing with Solidus Juan. Yeah, and, yeah. You, you got Charles knew all our strats. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not gonna talk about the time we beat oh. you guys in the finals. I'm not gonna talk about that time. Uh, I'm talking. I'm gonna talk about the time when you guys played my phase team, and I think it was like a in like oh. this five or ten k. And, and they taught you snake. And they taught us how to snake in Infinite Warfare. We were playing them, and I just remember being on. It was Retaliation, the map with like the bridge. There's a mid hallway, and I was like looking down the hallway. I was like, wait, there's. And you no don't see anyone. I was like, yo, there's no one in the hallway. So I just run to do a wall run, push through it. All of a sudden, someone pops up and kills me. I was like, where did I'm this guy sure just come sell. from? I'm pretty sure I was out too. And uh, yeah, so that's the moment uh, I learned snaking. So shout out to uh, these young cracked SND stars for teaching us how to snake and stuff. And then you know they changed the game. And even nowadays, they're still doing crazy stuff. To change the, to change the game but um speaking about snd you played it for many years you won tons of tournaments how do you know how much money you like made in total throughout all your snd career um i made quite a bit um like going off like just like when i was underage like just streaming and like 
like I don't know exactly how much I made off just S and D, but like being underage, like before I like started competing, I've I made over like a hundred K, like off like just like S and D streaming and um like just like uh the like the EU cadet salary yeah. while I was underage. Like that's I don't really know the exact amount, but like when I was underage. Around there, you know, a little yeah. an estimate, an estimate. So I mean a hundred K is definitely not too bad to make as like a sixteen, seventeen year old just playing Call of Duty from your house and like streaming. Um with the EU cadet squad, like, how did that, like, form? Did United just hit you guys up? Did you guys, like, form that team and try and find an org? Or, like, how did that get started? Um, so, going into, uh, oh, yeah, it was IW going into World War II. That's what me, Brandon, and Cell used to play in IW. But the thing was, Brandon just turned 18. So, like, mm. you know, like, he just got like he just got picked up. So, yeah. it was me and Cell. We're, we're a team of two. And, like, we're just underage, you know, just. We needed people to grind S and D with, and then um, Simp ended up hitting us up, or we hit him up. I'm not sure really how it went. And then we just created a squad with me, Simp, uh, Cell, and uh, Turnup, and we ended up winning the first 10k. Um, on World War II, we ended up beating like a lot of pro teams. We ended up beating uh, Optic in semis, and then I'm not sure who else Ooh. we played, but we played other pro teams. And then E United seen that and um, ended up just like hitting us up, you know, like they're like yeah, just like probably the future. And yeah. then, so like they just made an investment to us after we won the 10k. Hey, I mean, that was, uh, they have a good eye for talent because, I mean, what, like three of the top pro players uh, the past three seasons in CDL. But when did you actually turn 18 years old? I turned What 18, game was that? Uh, in, the, in the off season, what, what, what card was before MW? BO4? BO4, yeah. Yeah, in the BO4 uh, off season. Okay, okay. Because I, I knew you were on EU, EU Cadets during BO4, but I didn't know if you like turned 18 at some point in BO4 to like potentially go to champs or something. But then, um, I mean, that had to have been like really exciting. Like, because you saw like Brandon get picked up. Uh, Simp got picked up and won like two events, champs, MVP in that year. Uh, so you like all the people around you were getting picked up and like being top level pro players. Did you know, like, did you have that feeling that it's like, yo, it's my time now? Like once... Once you that 18th birthday hit, where you're just like, it's over. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, I, I, I was, I was like, just like, you know, you know me, like I was just hella confident, yeah. underager. Like I, I basically knew, like right when I was 18, like I would get picked up right away because like, I just put myself in a position to get picked up. You know, I was streaming every day in BL4, showcasing my talent, playing the pro downs. Like I like basically was putting myself in the best position to get picked up, and uh, it just ended up uh, working out. You know. Yeah, and I'm sure you had tons and tons of offers because you were not only a really good SND player and everyone thinks you're like really smart, but while you were like probably like 16, 17, you were still grinding a lot of respawn. So you're playing like Hardpoint, uh, whatever game modes you were, uh, Control and like Black Ops 4, I'm sure, World War II playing CTF. So like you were caught up in respawn. Of course, not to like the pro level yet, but you were beating like pro teams with your squad. So it's not like you're just some SND kid trying to go pro. Like you knew how to play respawn already. Um, and then in, during that off season, like who, like what orgs uh, hit you up to like to join? Yeah, um, I believe you guys hit me up. Um, the New York team. New York subliners, baby. Yeah, you guys hit me up. Uh, Paris hit me up. Um, we were gonna make a team. Um, well, I was supposed to. Uh, I was trying to get on Immortals. It was supposed to be me instead of Cap, but uh, they ended up egoing me because like well Ooh. like they didn't really like. They didn't really like know. They're like, yeah, like it's a risk. Like, well, at the time, it like made sense. I could see it from their perspective. I could see it, and it made sense. Yeah. Like they just want to take the guarantee with uh, JCap, I guess. And then um, we had a chance of uh, going. Uh, it was between uh, Brandon's choice if he wanted to join Immortals or Optic. And if he joined Optic, it would have been uh, me, him, Seth, 
uh, Matt and Tej, I believe. Uh, so like those were like some possibilities. But like right when like I got like the Empire possibility and like Kyler was down a team, and then I I literally was just locked with that team. I was like hell yeah, like I'm down. I hit up Kyler, uh, right after he lost champs, like a day after he lost champs, I hit him up saying let's take over uh next year because I played Bo4 Charles with them. Yeah. And he was down because he was just trying to play with like it's a passionate team, you know. Yeah. So Kyler was like one of the big people that like helped you get on that team. Like was he like kind of like the person vouching for you in a sense? Yeah. Yeah, it was literally Kyler that got me on the team. I literally DM Kyler, and he said I'm playing with At and uh, Illy. And um, a lot of like people, like we hit up a lot of people, but like a lot of people didn't want to play with me and At at, at the time, just yeah. because it's like two people that never played, and like that's like a pretty big risk in their eyes. I see, I think. Yeah. And so yeah, me and At ended up getting egoed by a lot of people. Uh, and yeah, that's how I went down. We ended up getting Clay and Krim. Yeah, I mean, you guys had a a pretty good year so far, but it didn't like start off the best, of course. Um, like what happened? Cause I know in the opening weekend, like you guys didn't have like the best start. Um, and then maybe like the tournament or two after, like it wasn't the best, but like, what did you guys do to just improve so quickly in that game? Cause I feel like only a couple weeks after then, like you won the LA home series, uh, and then COVID hit, of course, and shut it down. But like, what did you guys do to improve so quickly? Um, I would say, well, the first event, I think we got like, obviously like, yeah, we weren't that good, but we kind of got unlucky because there was a new patch. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. Like, so that ended up like messing us up pretty good um but honestly we just like put our heads down like we said like this is like the, like this is rock bottom like we're starting at rock bottom like it's not bad you know like yeah and like we like uh our team just knew the potential we had in each other and just trusted us and we just went to work every day you know just trying to get better and yeah ended up showing and i know i think like right before the la event happened uh the cod legend coach rambo rage ended up coming back from his time working at sledgehammer i believe to be a call of duty coach um, after spending what you spent like almost like two, two and a half years, uh, being coached by Ray so far, like, what do you think, what's like your favorite part and what does he bring to like a team as a coach from like a player's player's perspective? Um, I would say Ray is honestly like just the best coach I could ask for just because like the stuff he brings is like, like he brings like, I would say the structure and like what needs to be done expectations. And like, he just doesn't like, I would say like, he doesn't just accept like us goofing around, you know, just like us not trying to get better every day and he keeps us in check and he helps us in in the call of duty front as well like in game he's a really smart cod mind like as everybody knows already um i don't gotta gas him but um yeah he just brings a lot of structure to team yeah. and uh, i would say a lot of discipline and he's just a good coach a really good coach yeah and then like that year kind of just went i think like after that point when it did go to online because like COVID hit you guys like kind of dominated you're either like winning the home series or at least in like the finals or something but um and then champs was coming around the corner and it was like isn't that like the biggest champs that's ever happened um oh, yeah. that was like an insane amount of cash and you were playing it everyone was playing it from their like bedrooms which is crazy uh were, were you in like texas for that or were you with like were you in canada no i was literally uh at my house literally in my bedroom like where it all started <laughs> That's crazy. And then how much how much did you win from that event? Like um, just you as a person. Like or now or just you as like a singular player? I think it was three hundred K each. I'm not sure. I think it was around there. Sheesh. That's a lot of cash right there. Um that must have been weird though to like play such an important tournament uh in from your house and then right after you win, just like like what did you do after you win? Because like you of course were with your family uh at your house, but so you weren't like out with the team celebrating. I'm sure you celebrated, but like what what did you do? Uh, so right after the champs, like they ended up FaceTiming me, you know, they all got together. So we're just like celebrating, like they all were together in Texas and 
they just FaceTimed me, we chilled for a bit, and then I just ended up literally streaming SMG Charles later that night with Brandon. He's <laughs> like, yo, we just won 200k. Yo, Charles, SMG? Any yeah, amount. basically. Any amount. Yeah, that's basically how it went down. But I think, uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think anyone was challenging you after that, bro. Like, if you just won champs, you got the full confidence. Like, no one, they, they would have to have some real balls, like child, the team that just won champs. They're feeling themselves. They're on top of the world. Um, I mean, yeah, but like, you know, you know how I see kids. They're not getting off BO3, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They've been on that game for five years. That's true. That's true. And then, uh, of course, like right after that champs, I know it made the switch back to 4v4. You guys ended up like releasing clay. Was that kind of like, uh, that, that, cause that was like a really fast decision. Like how did that go down with like within the team? Was it just kind of like, what happened? Um, I would say, um, like we, we had, we just had like the choice basically, um, whether we wanted to keep uh, clay or Krim and we ended up uh, choosing Krim. And we just wanted to make the decision fast as possible just because we didn't want to ruin, like, their opportunity of getting a really good team, you know? Yeah. So, like, we like we just got together. Obviously, it was, like, we just got done winning. It was obviously, like, a sad, like, just, like, a sad moment, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I, honestly, like, I was very sad just because we won champs. We were a team, and we had to drop someone right away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's just how it went down. Now, yeah, and then especially, like, throughout the season, how, like, you guys started at the rock bottom, and then you guys built all the way up into that point, like, that feeling of when you finally win – to get it like just kind of that shitty feeling of now you got to make a change so quick the day after you win and it is respectful to uh the person that did does get released like give them time to find the best offers the best team for them to land on um and then going into the cold war season uh what was like what was going on with the team at the beginning of the year because like you guys were got second and then you you got benched or replaced um like what what was like the what happened with that uh wait I got wait no it was uh Kyler. Wait Hugh I, yeah, yeah Hugh oh uh, Hugh oh I thought you said you. Oh uh, no 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 you didn't get benched you didn't get benched. Um no I would just like like I would just say for like Coldor we just weren't like a real team mm. like um we just weren't a team like we were in MW or like we are now uh we were just on different pages and it just seemed like it was really hard for us to get on the same page and uh we were just never a team for the whole year I would say and that was uh the reason why i would say we struggled in that year because yeah. you know how it goes like you you got to be an actual team like to like win you know yeah consistently but like we, we still made some runs you know like yeah you guys had respectable plays and you got a couple seconds couple thirds like it's not like you guys weren't competing at all like you guys were right there yeah. damn you kind of look back on that and just like bro if we just did this as to get as a team or we just went over this like who knows what could have happened yeah, but um, I don't really mind last. Like, I would I don't really mind last year because mm. some of the things I learned last year I would have not learned like if I didn't go through that. You know, true, true, true. There true. are a lot of there there are a lot a lot of things I learned last year like yeah. that I'm gonna probably keep with me for the rest of my life. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, when you go through like the struggles, like the lowest points, like that's when you really see who you are as like a person, as a competitor, like how bad you actually want it, and that definitely builds yeah. character. Like if you can get through that lowest point and then come out on top. Or even learn something that sets you up for a better career or life, like that's just invaluable because you never know how far it's going to take you in life. Um, 100%. But then you guys got third at champs, right? Uh, yeah, we ended up getting third. Yep. Okay. And how long after champ, or how soon after champs did you know, like, I'm joining Optic? This is our squad. Like, how fast was that transition? Um, I would say probably like a week. I'm not really sure like the time frame, but it was probably like a week. Like a couple of days a week, like mm. around there. So it was like pretty quick, cause like the off season lasted forever. But like you guys like were already already plotting, planning, like it was ready to go. Uh yeah, I would say like it was it was pretty soon. Okay, that's 
Now that was crazy. Like when I first heard that news, like the whole merger thing happening, I was like, what? Like this is about to be the craziest thing that happened um, like ever in Call of Duty, like the biggest thing ever, uh, having Envy and Optic like uh, combined. But I do have a question. I do have a question. You know, your duo, Shopsy, you guys have been teaming since like you've been a pro and he's been a pro. Uh, what's like your favorite thing about teaming with Ant? Um, my favorite thing about Team Ant. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to make it like you don't have to say anything too embarrassing because like you know. Uh, no, I would say, bro, literally like when I'm like on the map with Ant, like and like we're like together, bro. Like I just like I just know exactly what he's like doing, and he knows exactly what I'm doing. Like there's actually just no better feeling. Like it's just like the chem that we have is like I would say is like pretty insane. Like I just know exactly how he's gonna play and how he knows how I'm gonna play, and like we just work stuff on the map so good, bro. And he's yeah. such a good teammate. And then, so does it feel like it's kind of just like natural at this point? Like you, sometimes you don't even really have to like say what you're going to do. You kind of just already know like how it's going to go down. Yeah, I would say so. Literally like, I, um, it's like got into that point because we've been like, what really helped us as well. Like before we like both turned into a team, we were like playing two V twos and BO4, we were like a duo. So like it went from like, like there, like I'm literally like playing with like two of my duos. Like Brandon was one of my duos. Yeah. And that was one of my duos. Yeah. So like we have like the chems there. Yeah. And then, like, coming into, like, this team, I mean, you have Ant, one of your duos, like you said, uh, Brandon, one of your duos, and then Seth Scump, who's obviously one of the best Call of Duty players of all time. I feel like this Absolutely. team was, like, set up to win. Like, there was just, there was no other option but winning. Of course, like, Optic, the past couple years, has had, like, it's, like, this rough patches and stuff. But now they have, like, a fresh, new, young team of all people that are, like, twisted and then like a, a coach like Rambo or Ray, uh, like coming in, kind of like controlling everything. Um, like, how was it like leading up to that major one? Your home series, like, was there an extra motivation to want to win because that was like your home, your your home series? Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, uh, you always want to win your own home tournament and like just defend like you know like your turf. Like, yeah. As, you, as people say, but uh, yeah, it's just like we're all just really motivated. We all. We all like copped in like before the even, season even started, like in the off season. We all talked about our goals and our mindset we want to have, and we've we're a unit. Yeah, I mean that's the scariest part. Like when your team is not just individual players, it's actual like team learning together, playing on the same system, and like trying to make the game easier for everyone. I mean it's dangerous, man. It's dangerous, and uh, yeah, I mean you guys came out hot. You guys won um, what? It was like a five-two map count in the best of nine finals. That's a pretty dominant win as a team. Uh, but at the major one, I mean, the green wall is crazy. We all know this. But how do you feel like the crowd like helped you like, to give you that extra motivation? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Like, dude, the green wall is actually insane. Like, I was on the opposite uh, end of it last year. But, like, this year, like, that event was actually insane. Like, after, like, after I say I got, like, that 1v3, like, dude, the crowd was going insane. And, like, the crowd just gives you, like, uh, the crowd just, like, motivates you and like makes you want to go even harder you know like yeah nothing like it nothing like the green wall support no that was crazy. that 1v3 was actually crazy and then you just you were so calm after you clutched yours like i told you i told you i was gonna get this um but i don't know if you could reveal this i still gotta ask anyways what were you listening to when you walked out for finals all right so basically i have like these ear in your earbuds mm -hmm. and my right one like it broke at ch last year champs against you guys. Like that's where like actually like that's where like first cracked. But like I had it in my ear and like I took it out and like like it cr like it literally like just came apart. So basically I literally had to keep it in my ear. Otherwise like if I took it out it would probably like fall apart and break. <laughs> so I literally went 
on main stage listening to nothing and just having it in my ear so it doesn't break. Wait, that's even better. Wait, that's even better that you weren't listening to anything. So, it, yeah. like, did you get a new pair after? Oh, no, I literally just, like, sent it in to get it repaired. Oh, okay, okay. Because, like, like they're expensive. They're just, oh, they're, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, $2,000. Yeah, those are the ones that you got, like, you have to get, like, molded to your ears, right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, super custom. Wait, that's actually comedy that it was just going to break, and then like, it was just, you just had to keep it in your ear the whole time. Um, and then, of course, you guys ended up being the champions, winning Major 1. What was that feeling like to win your first event with the Green Wall? And, of course, your first event teaming with Brandon, like someone who you came up with in Call of Duty since you were, what, like 14, 15 years old? Like, what what did you guys, like, say to each other after? Um, It was just unreal, you know? Like, it's just, like, we, we've known each other for so many years, and, like, we've never got to team. So, like, obviously, it's just a surreal feeling winning for the green wall and like with like like one of my day ones you know it's just like unreal feeling like honestly words can't describe it and um yeah and how was that twitter session after the win like you just let you get back to your hotel or wherever you went or dinner <laughs> and you're just scrolling through twitter like how what, what was it like just scrolling through 20 was, 20 plus notifications every second it was honestly just honestly my Twitter was blowing up. It was like pretty crazy. I didn't really like go on Twitter like that much. I okay. Know, I was just I was just chilling like just like uh, enjoying the moment, you know. Yeah, living in the moment, celebrating with the boys. Like, did you guys go to like a dinner or anything after? Like, what did you do to celebrate? Yeah, um, I think Brandon and Seth like went out, put me and that. Mm. Like, we we just literally just went home and like just slept, bro. We were just so tired. <laughs> tweeted it. You turned the stream on and tweeted out for some more uh, SND chows. Yeah, I was playing SND chows just off stream though, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just waging the yo yo fifty thousand dollar wager. You down? Yeah. That was actually crazy. Wow. Major one. Wait. So how many events have you won? You won four, right? I I honestly don't know. Like I don't know what people count as a, like a event win. We'll count the home series. We'll count the home series and uh and champs in MW. I actually don't know how many. I'm not even kidding. Like I actually don't know how many I have. Was it four or five? Because I I, I wanted I, to make sure I was right. I think I might have. Four, not including champs. Everyone's saying five. Yeah, like, I th yeah, I think it's four without champs, so, like, it's five. Oh, so five total. Shit, I was wrong, dude. I got to do a little bit better research. Oh, my God. Um, But what's, like, your, after you guys won Major 1, like, was there another discussion, like, yo, like, this isn't it. Like, we still want to go hard. We still want to win. Like, what, what, did you guys have a sit-down kind of like that? I mean, uh, yeah, honestly, like, we we had a sit-down before even Major 1, like, like, we, like, win or not, like, we are, like, still going to go 110%. And, like, I, I said in an interview uh, when we are on main stage, like, like we're not going to get complacent. Like, we're not just going to, like, be, I would say, happy with where we are. We're going to keep striding and keep getting better every day and just improving as a team, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, like, I, I, like, like uh, us as a team, we're not uh, – what's the word? Like, we're not satisfied with mm. just, like, winning the one event, the first event, you know? Yeah. I mean, it is the first event of the year, so, like, I feel like everyone, all the players, all the teams are still trying to learn the game as quick as possible. And you know how much the meta changes throughout the year, so, like, you kind of have to, like, stay on top of things because, like, one second you'll be on top, the next second you're, like, there's, like, three or four other teams trying to, like, catch up to you. So, you yeah. got to be grinding and working goes. hard. But we know, we know, we know you, Ender. You're, you're, you're grinding in sounds. What did you say before? And I was like, yo, what do you do at night? Like, are you playing? Yeah, listen, man, I can't let people know my next move. That's what I said. Yeah, he doesn't want people to uh to catch up. He doesn't want to teach people too too much. He he has some stuff for major two, but um, what's it called? You're coming to Minnesota for major two. Why My, are you taking me out to like that one place that we talked about? Wait, what place what did we talk place? about? Uh, I don't know. It was in the DMs. Raising Canes. 
No, nah, no, nah, it's like a local place. It's a local place at uh, Minnesota. Wait, what place was it? Wait, did I tweet like a or did I put like an IG like a picture of food or something? Yeah, yeah. Wait, was it the pizza place? I'm not sure what place it was, bro. No cap. I don't know. Minnesota does have some good eats though. Like there has been some a couple places, and it's starting to warm up. So like, it's actually not gonna be miserable. Like it's not gonna be in the middle of the winter, absolutely freezing. So you guys are gonna like it. Um, and then wait, how old are you? Uh, I just turned twenty. Oh, you just uh, turned twenty. You gotta be twenty twenty one to gamble, right? At uh, the place we're going. No, not in Minnesota. I wait, really? Minnesota? Yeah. I think uh, Minnesota is like 18. I'm like, not even kidding. Wait, stream. Can you guys confirm? Is it 18 to gamble? No way. It is 18. It is 18. Shit, are, are we, are, do you gamble? Like, have you ever gambled before? I, I, I've dabbled. Like, have you went to a casino though and done it? Nah, I've never went to a casino. Oh, you never went to a casino? Yeah, I never went to a casino. Only online. Yeah, but it's still like, what's it called? I mean, we're going to Mystic Lake. That's like a, it's like a resort, a resort, like hotel, casino type vibe. So like. What what games do you look forward to playing? Any gambling or any games in the casino, or like would you just kind of go there and chill? Honestly, I'll, I'll probably go rogue just after, <laughs> after after the event though. After the event, for sure. after the event. So what's it called? You won fifty k at the major one. What where do you going? You playing on the roulette table? You putting it all on red, black? What you thinking? Green. Green? Yeah. Oh my god, you're trying to go super duper rogue. That's like what like a times thirty six multiplier or something. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I think it's. I think it's times fourteen. Is it times fourteen? Uh, I, I think so. Wait, I who believe. is, who is that in the background? Was that Ant? Uh, no, that's uh, that's Hitch. Oh, that's Hitch. Okay, that sounded just like Ant. Oh my god, that was actually like crazy. Do you guys scrim from the uh the HQ every day? Uh, some days we do and some days we don't. Like uh, today we all scrim from the HQ. Mm. Just like some days. Like if we're doing content, like we'll all scrim from the HQ. Yeah, but you guys play all the league matches from the HQ, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, and then I'm guessing like maybe like a couple days before like the league matches, you all go there just to kind of like get in that mindset sure like yo, good, yeah. yeah, like it's serious. Like we're back to business now. Like that's yep. that's actually fire. The headquarters, the hex quarters is fire. Um, and they, but you guys did have an insane uh, what's it called? An insane start to this season when you guys lost two round elevens. You got beat up yeah. by Standy, uh, double punched. But what like what changed after that? Did like. Did you guys change the way you were playing, or was it kind of just like, what well, what happened to like regain from that? We just unplugged the TV. Was it actually that? <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna go into it, but nah, this like losing uh, in the start was honestly like I would say a blessing in disguise in the first two matches. We learned a lot from it, but uh, we didn't really change that much. We just did the same thing every yeah. day. But uh, yeah, I won't go. I won't go deep into our first two matches. So. <laughs> Wait, so was it? It was actually the TV, bro. Was it giving you the the Minnesota or the uh, not Minnesota the five MS delay. It was worse than five MS, bro. Wait, nah, really? I'm not gonna go into it. That's all I'm gonna say, bro. Ah, uh, you know, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you chill. Um, but that's it for me. But I'm sure the chat might want to ask some questions. Um, would you be down to have the chat ask you some questions? Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. I'm down. Okay, you know, let me. I'll, I'll read off a couple of them because I mean, I'm sure they're gonna be going rogue. So, um, everyone, stop roasting Roger about the TV thing. Nah, nah, d d nah d don't say anything about Raj, guys. But <laughs> nah, it's, it's it's all good and done with. Honestly, it was a blessing in disguise. Dashy or Krim, bro? It's gonna be Dashy. He's his best friend in gaming. He's probably he's probably like your best friend for what? Since you were like 15. Oh uh, yeah, I would I, say so. I mean, come on, I, that's I even like, knew that. It has to be. It has to be Brandon. That's like your boy. And then, of course, I think Ant's like your secondary boy in gaming. Nah, 
nah, honestly, honestly, like they're tied. You love them both each yeah. equally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, here's a good one. What's the biggest wager you've ever had in Call of Duty? The biggest wager. Uh, I I don't know honestly. I'd probably say like two uh, K or something. I I Ooh. honestly don't remember. Probably a lot. You used to play like those one v ones, right? Those yeah, like... I used to play one v ones, two v twos, like one two two K around there. Yeah. Here's another good one. Where in Canada are you from, and what is your favorite type of food? Um, I I live uh, right outside of Toronto in uh, Brampton, and my favorite type of food, probably say. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite. You food don't know. Is. What's yeah, the kind of foods you like? Like, what's the kind of foods you like? Like, you're going out. You you want to eat good. Like, what you getting? Mm, probably say like Italian. Italian. Italian food. You, yeah. you cannot go wrong with Italian at all. Cannot go wrong with Italian at all. Um, did you actually stay up all night shooting bots before MW champs? No, no, no. That wasn't MW champs. It was the first LA the LA event we won. Um, honestly, I was just like, I was, I just wanted to play like so bad. I was like. Just so happy to play. I woke up like at like at five AM and I went to a you know, a Mohawk, right? Mohawk yeah. Airbnb and I shot bots there like at five AM. <laughs> Jesus. So you woke up at five AM, went to an Airbnb and just shot bots? Yeah, and like played pubs. But I have so many questions. what was Mohawk doing up that early as well? Like just like was he staying up all night? Like or was he just, did you just hit him up like, yo, get up. I'm coming to I shoot bots. I think he just lost, so like mm. he was just losing full, I think. I just Damn. came through. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, I'll come through. I'm not doing anything at my hotel. Yeah. And then, oh, someone asked a good question. What is it like teaming with Seth? Uh, Honestly, it's incredible. Dude, the guy's an absolute, absolute beast. Like, uh, like everybody, like, looked up to him. Like, obviously, like, yeah. up, like I, I literally started playing, like, Claw because of, like, Seth, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's just honestly, like, just a surreal feeling. Like, like, uh, I literally used to watch him. Now, like, I get to play with him and... It's just an absolute beast on the map and a great teammate and just can't wait. Can't wait for what the future holds. Whew. I mean, you guys are already off to a hot start together. First, one for one, one for one. I mean, that's a 100% winner right there. Everyone wants me to ask you, what's your top three COD players of all time? Uh, I, I don't know. You that's going to cause so much drama. That's gonna, dude, that's you gonna you got like, Scum first though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Easy. Easy. See? <laughs> Um, everyone keeps asking top three cop players of all time. Ooh, okay, that's another good one. What is the best and the worst moment in your career so far? Uh, best moment probably winning champs. Worst moment losing champs. Is that is that when you're at your lowest in what was that? Yeah, the last season Cold War. Yeah. Oh wait, that was a crazy game versus Toronto. Uh, wasn't that the? Did you guys clutch up on the raid hard point? Yeah, we ended up clutching up on the raid HP. And then you guys lost game five. Yep. Damn. Oh, you went 0-7? Yeah. No way. I mean, that's I just... I got a ninja, though. I got a ninja. Yeah. Damn, that's just tough. Like, yeah. things just don't go your way. Like, finals, yeah. champs. Yeah. And if, if you... We, we just didn't have a good uh, post-plant setup, I'd say. Like, mm. because I was always the guy that played on top of the sign on Express. And so, like, if, like, if, like, one of your, like, the terminals, like, per person ended up dying, like, you were kind of, like, like, fuck. You yeah. Know? Like, you have to worry about, like, two separate angles. Yeah. So, like, our post plan setup was just definitely need to work. If we had a good post plan setup, probably wouldn't that. Yeah, I mean that's just tough. That's just tough sometimes. Like sometimes it is a team game. Like if something goes wrong over here, it affects everyone else on the team. So like there's only so much you could do. Uh, what is your favorite SND maps of all time? 
Uh, favorite SD maps of all time. It's a good question. Um, some BO three years. Oh, okay, yeah, French, French. Um, hmm. other maps. Firing range for BO one. Yeah, that's a great map. Um, firing range from BO. I'll, I'll give like, and then. Hmm. IW throwback. Throwback, like yeah. yeah. I'm giving one per cod. Yeah. Throwback. Then, What's your favorite map in this game? This game. Um. Hmm, shit. I don't know. Desert siege. Desert siege. No way. Are you trolling? No, I'm trolling. Okay, I was about to say. There's no way desert probably siege. SD, probably Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. I would probably say Berlin's like the best overall. SD. I feel like it's a kind of like a traditional SND map. Like you just watch the cross, kind of play off info off that. That's why I like that. That's why I like that so much. Oh wait, how did you get the name Illy? That's a good question. Uh yeah, so. Uh, my name used to be um, so my cousin when I start, first started playing like my duo. His name was Yo Jump Shots, mm. and like my mine was just jump shotting I O Y, but mm. like everybody called him Jump Shots and everybody called me Illy, and like so I just spelled out Illy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean that's pretty cool. Illy. I think like Illy's a pretty dope name. And it's like original. So like. Yeah. You have like I love you because it's like yeah. Space, I love you. Like everyone's called me Illy. Have you ever had like any issues like with the name Illy, like getting it on Twitch or Twitter or anything like that, or? Uh, it's probably been no, original, really. so like it's probably pretty easy to get. See, the thing with Illy is like if something's taken, I just put like a couple extra Ys. <laughs> just keep throwing Ys onto there. Yeah, basically. Shit. All right. Honestly, I think I think that's pretty pretty much it. I think like most of the questions for the chat answered. I think that's it for me. Ender, I appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully, you had a great Shout time. Yo, you yeah, you ki you killed it. This is only your second podcast ever. You killed it. So, like, you know, I'm super, I'm super proud of you. Um, you did a good job, man. I appreciate, appreciate you coming on. Me. Yes, sir. Let's go, man. All right.